0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. And now, it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome
1: to Coast View. Hope you're having a great Friday morning. Uh, it's Saints uh, Day today. We'll have, coming up here in just in the second half of the show, Jeff, Duncan will join us, and we have to kind of go back and look at that Saints game, which was hard to watch. My son Jordan I say the same thing every time. When they win, we can't get enough of the Saints during the week. When they lose, we don't read anything Saints. So I'm looking forward to having a conversation with Jeff and seeing what's on his mind. He's trying to talk people off the ledge, incidentally. He does does not think all bets are off, but we shall see. Coming up shortly, actually, I have my friend Roxy Condry from Ocean Springs, a terrific leader We're going to talk a little bit about the tourism uh, situation, but we're also going to talk about the latest in her business, which I'm really looking forward to. Hey, as you know, if you're a regular listener to Coastview, you know that we don't talk about issues too often. We certainly don't talk about politics. This is a show where we celebrate the people who are making this place such a special place to live, work, and play. But every now and then, when an issue comes up uh, that is important to the coast of Mississippi, uh, because uh, I have a long history... Of being involved in important issues for this for this for this uh, community, having been uh, involved, uh, you know, as the publisher of the Sun Herald, and then one of the founding members of the Coast Business Council, having led the the tourism efforts for the Governor's Commission after after Hurricane Katrina, I care deeply about this community. One of the reasons I came in off of retirement is to to, to do Coast Views to celebrate this community and reconnect. And I'm really glad that I did because as digital media happens, we don't have the oversight. Of local boards of local elected officials, the way we used to, and and that and that actually becomes a problem after a while. You lose accountability, you lose the light of day, and th- these things are actually quite important as it relates to coastal Mississippi tourism. Um, you, again, you know, I've, I've been pretty measured. I said that we've got a we've got a problem, and I'm going to go into much more detail about that problem next week. But if you're if you're following the the issue. You now know that there was a Board of Supervisors meeting this past Monday. Uh, there is an infamous uh, three-minute video up on the Internet. You can see it at the Coastview Facebook page. You can just go search it. You'll find it. It's a, it's a really important video that if you watch it in its totality, you get a sense of the problem. You get a sense of the personalities. And um, during, at the beginning of the video, they actually call uh, – Rebecca Powers calls Mark Henderson and me <clears throat> dum-dums. And she sort sort of indicates that we're the only ones talking about this tourism issue, which is couldn't be further from the truth, I might add, but it's just kind of uh, unfortunate that she she used those terms. I frankly am used to it because people shoot the messenger. I've been in the I was in the media business newspaper publisher for fifteen, sixteen years of my life. I know what that looks like. I don't think that Mark Henderson should be called a dum dum. If you followed the show, you know he he and his wife own Lazy Magnolia. He owns several. Uh, very sophisticated radar patents. He has a business called Log Linear Group. This guy is a major league entrepreneur. Go go, take a look at the video, and what you'll see is a lot of snickering and laughing and sort of a threat that if, if leaders in this community don't stop talking about what's happening, that they're going to pull out of uh, the regional tourism effort. It's really unfortunate. I don't know how we got here. Connie Rocco and I, long time, uh, yeah, I would say Friends professionally, not friends in our, in our private lives, but known her for a while. I had respect for her. Uh, I don't know how she got so far off base on this issue. Um, I, I'll look at uh, Beverly Martin. Long history with her. She had a tremendous leadership role in the gaming community. How did she get so crossed up with the gaming community on this issue? And as the president of the board, what is it she come to our defense? Why doesn't she focus on what's best for this region? I don't really, I don't know. I don't know Rebecca Powers. We don't have a personal relationship, and frankly, I'm not sure I want a personal relationship with Rebecca. I've watched her in action. I've seen sort of, in ta- at times, what I see as a lack of respect and a lack, lack of humanity, and uh, we saw that in display during that three-minute video. Uh, it's really unfortunate. But I want to be clear, it's not about me. My focus is on the big ball here. The big ball is what's best for coastal Mississippi. I don't have my feelings hurt at all. Uh, you can go to my personal Facebook page and read the comments. <clears throat> there are a lot of people who are thinking about this. And I've heard from a lot of people about their concerns about things in general that go way beyond tourism. Maybe one day we'll talk about those things. And the days that follow, though, uh, this Wednesday, <clears throat> the the gaming... Association. It's the uh, Mississippi Gaming Hospital Hospitality Association issued a letter. It's a joint statement from the Coast of Mississippi, Coastal Mississippi Gaming Executives, and I want to read it to you. As the largest tourism stakeholders along the Mississippi Gulf Coast, we have watched with great concern and disappointment the recent turmoil within the Coast of Mississippi Tourism Commission. We have consistently expressed our strong desire for stability in the agency's professional leadership and the prioritization of strengthened regional cooperation, especially considering our ongoing recovery from the severe economic and operational disruptions caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. Moreover, as evidenced by the millions of dollars in recent state and federal grant funding secured by the agency, the Coastal Mississippi regional approach works. What we built ensures a broad-based political support necessary to successfully secure significant external funding for destination marketing. Many casino executives have engaged in thoughtful and constructive discussions with Harrison County Tourism Commissioners, and the broader business community has engaged in direct discussion with the Harrison County uh, Supervisors to voice our shared concerns. However... Despite our efforts, our concerns and suggestions have been disregarded or ignored and countered with threats to end the One Coast regional cooperation on tourism. The regional initiative we have all supported must must be preserved. Our gaming uh, properties employ more than 10,000 workers in the Mississippi coastal counties, generating more than $400 million annually in wages and benefits. We are responsible for hundreds of millions of dollars in total state and local taxes. Moreover, our properties and those local hotel partners generate all of the taxes that fund the Coastal Mississippi's destination marketing operations. We have a fiduciary responsibility to our employees, shareholders, guests, and guests to ensure that the funds are managed effectively with operational secure Uh, framework and benefit in a way that benefits our regional approach, shared responsibility and shared oversight. Therefore, we the undersigned call on the elected officials of Hancock, Harrison and Jackson County to partner with our industry to identify a path forward as Coastal Mississippi. We further pledge our collective attention and engagement and discussions surrounding the future of the agency structure and governance We cannot and will not remain silent in the face of threats to destroy the regional efforts and partnerships we've worked so diligently to develop in recent years. We unequivocally support the efforts of Coastal Mississippi's business community to ensure tourism-dependent businesses have a voice in local tourism decisions. And we stand ready to work with all regional businesses and elected officials who are who have an interest in finding long-term solutions to ensure regional collaboration and success in our destination marketing efforts. That is a powerful letter that tells you that it's more than me and Mark, <laughs> it's more than Mark and Ricky Matthews having this conversation. Signed by John Ferrucci, General Manager of the Silver Slipper, Michael Pendergrass, General Manager of Hollywood, Guff Coast and uh, Boomtown Casino. Jonathan Jones, who's the general manager of Harris Guff Coast and co-chairs the effort for the Business Council. Travis Lund, general manager of the Beau he also co-chairs this effort. Chet Harrison, the general manager of Golden Nugget Biloxi. Susan Varnes from the, the general manager of Treasure Bay. Luann Pappas from, from uh, she's the general manager at the uh, Scarlet Pearl Casino and Hotel. Keith Crosby from the Palace Casino. Todd Raziano, who is the general manager at Hard Rock, Vincent Schwartz, the, the general manager of IP Casino and Resort, and then Lindsay Enman from the Island View Casino. I should also point out that a story came out on Mississippi Today. You can go to the Coast uh, View uh, Facebook page to see this story, but the headline says Mississippi's largest tourism board is on the brink of collapse. And it's a terrific story by Sarah De- De Natalie. And it really sort of tells the story. It reflects on the, uh, the the this note that I just read from the casino executives, goes into some of their meetings. This has been in the making for over a year, and it's really unfortunate. But I'll have a lot more to say about it next week, and I look forward to getting Roxy's uh, uh, you know kind of uh, current thinking about some of this in just a second. Let me let me remind you of who Roxy Condry is. She she and her, she is co-owner of Rain Residential with her husband Ted. They both highly invested in the local community. Uh, they are the owner of the Inn and the Beaknik Hotels in Ocean Springs, and they operate and are part owner of the Roost Boutique Hotel and have been for about, I guess, going on four years now. Their uh, their Rain Residential Properties Management Company. Operates or manages over 250 properties along the Gulf Coast, and she recently resigned from the Coastal Mississippi Board. But she represents the exact kind of leader you want on the board—someone who's got a dog in the hunt, someone who's got a payroll to meet. So, anyway, I've been looking forward to chatting with you this morning, Roxy. How are you doing?
2: Doing pretty good. How are you?
1: I'm doing. I'm doing great. So, I guess probably let's start from this. I I tell you what—we're coming to the end of this segment. I want to make sure we start fresh. So at the beginning of the next segment, you and I will sort of reflect for a bit how you're probably not at all surprised that this letter came out from the gaming uh, group and that there's so much alignment in the gaming community and the business community. When we come back, I just want to get your thoughts about the whole situation. We'll see you after this break. Welcome back to Coach. We have Roxy Condry. And Roxy, one of the things I want to say to start out with, when I heard that you were being named to the commission, I was thrilled because you represented the kind of leader that I believe needed to be on this commission. And uh, But unfortunately, by the time you came into the conversation, the die was pretty cast on their efforts to terminate uh, Milton. And what I'll do next week, and I've posted something on uh, on the coastview site that you can go back and uh, the, the listeners can go look at it's sort of a historical perspective on what happened but at the end of the day we had to fix a system that enables two or three personalities to control the the course of history for the entire uh, coast um, uh, mississippi marketing effort but um I, I thought i think that when you went in that you were hopeful right you were hopeful that you could have some kind of an influence on the situation
2: Absolutely. Um, When I accepted the appointment, um, I did, you know, I had read the news. I knew that there was issues. Um, I had some understanding of what was going on, but um, certainly did not understand how bad it had become. Um, But absolutely, I mean, in business, you're a problem solver and you think that you are going to have an opportunity to come to a resolution. And there's, there's never really a situation where I think that there's not uh, there's not a way to to solve the problem. so certainly coming in I thought there was a path forward and then there was a way that I could you know help with that um, solution. and so I came in hopeful um, and it was really, really hard to decide to resign. Uh, um, certainly didn't Ever expect to be so, you know, short-lived on being as, you know, being a commissioner. But I really um, realized that I, I just fundamentally disagreed with the path that the board was taking, and I didn't see any viable options as a Jackson County commissioner that I could effect- effectively change it. And if I would have, I would have stayed. Um, but I just I didn't see that. And you know, when I came on board, um, I. Basically, within like the past 30 days, you know, the CEO was fired two Hancock commissioners resigned Um, one of our directors of, of communications. He put in his two weeks. Another Jackson County commissioner resigned and I was the fourth commissioner to resign. There's major issues going on and they were escalating really fast. And I mean, my opinion is that it was all spurring from just a true lack of trust within the organization. And I didn't see that anyone was willing to acknowledge that or really try to find a path to resolve that issue. And without trust, I mean, you really start making decisions that aren't based on data and your, you know, like you don't have the information that you should um, and not basing it on the right things and letting that guide your decision making. It's, in my opinion, the wrong wrong way that you should be running an organization and i was concerned so
1: yeah and i don't I, I don't blame you um so when you saw the mississippi today story that said the board was on the brink of collapse i mean you knew it fundamentally you knew it in the in you know the depth of your bones you knew that that was actually a very accurate uh headline wasn't it
2: it absolutely was um i mean i I had said it before that, and and that was part of my decision. I I truly felt like if if dismantling coastal Mississippi was not the goal, we all should be concerned because that was the direction it was heading. And um, I'm very thankful that the casino heads have put out the statement that they did. I think it is the step in the right direction to get the um, notice where it needs to be. You know, we have major issues that have to be considered as issues and when all of these things are happening and you're still not recognizing the problem I think that that shows that there is a core issue that's it's really um, deep and I think with the casino um, GMs making the statement that they did people will start looking at this for what it is and'll realize that we need to take action um, I, I truly believe in regional tourism I got on the board and was willing to volunteer my time for that effort and I think it works I mean it's If anyone looks at what Coastal Mississippi has done, I think you probably know better. Wasn't it formed in like 2014?
1: 2013,
2: right. Okay. I mean, it's amazing. And it's, you know, it's not an experiment anymore. And I know at that point, there was a lot of forward thinkers that came up with this idea. And I'm sure it was really hard to get past and they were able to do it. And now it's been proven. And if people will look at what the staff and this organization has been able to do, it's incredible. And I... For one, I'm in the tourism, you know, industry, and I can see how that has affected our business, and I understand the value that it provides to the coast. And so, I definitely am concerned that this um, organization could be dismantled because it truly is an engine that we need to continually work towards um, promoting and keeping together and um, the casino heads, you know, coming together and saying that as well, I think speaks very um, true to what, you know, all of us have felt as well. And we working together, I think can get there, but we can't allow just a couple of people that might not necessarily believe regional tourism is the route to go to bring it down because it's, it's too big of a, um, an impact on the coast for us to allow that to happen.
1: I'm thrilled that they wrote their statement, but more importantly, what's behind it? What's a, What's behind it is an incredible alignment, a dogged determination to find a solution. This is not one of those issues where the dust going to settle and this is going to go away. And then also the fact that Jonathan... Jones and Travis Lund from Harris and Beauvage are co-leading this effort for the Business Council. People need to hear that. The, these two organizations are in lockstep with each other, working to go find a solution, and it's exciting. Hey, I'll say this though: I'll say this. You can see their public statements. This is some from from the board as all this stuff is sort of melting down, and you can see they're trying to control the narrative by saying things such as. This was just an administrative disagreement, and <laughs> for them to say that in the in the in the midst of all of this shows just how touch out of touch with the reality they really are, and it shows why we really got to think hard about how we structure this and lead it going forward. So that's enough for now, Roxy. I appreciate your willingness to get involved. I'm sorry that it didn't work out for you, but your voice is powerful. You make a payroll in this industry. You can prove. That their their data-driven approach that they're un- literally taking apart as we speak is 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 the best approach and enable Coastal Mississippi to have some of the best numbers in the United States coming out of the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Okay, so let's do this. You guys just got finished with a great renovation of the roost. Tell me about it.
2: Yes, we are very excited. Um, We completed um, actually in July, the building we had purchased a building beside the roost and put eight more rooms into the mix So now we have 19 rooms at the roost and it was also a historical building um, had some cool history we were able to, once we purchased it realized it actually had, had a fire and we were planning on adding on to it but we realized in the midst of that construction that we were actually bringing it back to exactly what it was before it was a two story structure, so that was Really fun. So we did some um, some really fun things with the construction to kind of tell that story. When you do go up the um, stairs to the second story, we were able to use a technique called shushaban, which is where you preserve the wood through burning the wood. So um, we you know pulled in some touches like that, but it ended up I think turning out beautifully. It's eight additional rooms for the roost, and it also gave us the opportunity to add a pool as an amenity for the hotel. So for the right.
1: Facebook, yeah, for the Facebook and YouTube bodies, we showed some of the picture. So if you really want to get a good look at this, go take a look at our video at our Facebook page, but our the YouTube page. But man, it's beautiful. i mean, you guys, you guys have such a touch for what I would refer to as casual elegance. Well thank you. You know, do you I mean is that the way you would describe it?
2: I think that definitely um, translates because I mean we want people to be comfortable and feel like you know it's not too nice, where they can't feel comfortable in the space, but also elevate the experience in every way that we can, and really tell a story. I mean, we're really all about experience travel, and we want them to understand the culture, the art, the history of Ocean Springs, and they feel that in everything we do with the hotel. So we hope that when they stay with us, they'll get that out of every little detail that we've thought so tirelessly about uh, as we've you know developed the property.
1: Well, you guys have got, your, first of all, your unique collection of boutique hotels, each with their own personality. And now, Joe, that you manage, opens up the Hemingway, and there, there are other, there are other ideas that are happening out there. But these, these boutique hotels are such a great fit for Ocean Springs, aren't they?
2: I totally agree. I mean, I know there's been talk of having some larger hotels to, you know, um, help the demand. And we did purchase Gulf Hills recently, and I think that'll help. But I also think that's another boutique, um, you know, boutique hotel as well experience and has a lot of history. So I do hope that we see Ocean Springs continue to grow in this boutique market. And we'll continue to see these hotels that really tell stories and are able to exemplify what Ocean Springs is all about.
1: Well, look, I was at Town Green Wednesday And, uh, you know, that was the big cruising moment and people all over. And I walked around with Woody Bailey, Mr. Cruising himself, spent a lot of time with Mayor Fofo Gillich. He's such a good friend. Um, Steve Azar was there and Gerard with his show. And I did Coast View Live from there. But let me just tell you, the people who are here for cruising could not be happier. They are just loving this place. And uh, and I know that tonight at uh, in Ocean Springs, the main stage, sock hop and poodle skirts. And it's going to be a great fit for downtown Ocean Springs, isn't it?
2: Oh, absolutely. It's such a fun time for us. You know, we get cruising the coast and we get Peter Anderson. The festival season is always wonderful. And um, I think, it yeah, it's really a great opportunity for us to show off, you know, Ocean Springs and what makes it special. So we're happy that people keep coming and it keeps growing.
1: Well, Roxy, congratulations on your continued success. And uh, while you may not be on the, on the Coastal Mississippi Commission anymore, you probably will play a bigger role in helping to fix this from be, as a result of being on the outside as opposed to being on the inside. Anyway, God bless you, my friend, and we'll see you soon.
2: Thank you so much.
1: You bet. When we come back, we'll have Jeff Duncan.